Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Paterka in the far corner. Open the scoring in this game. Here's Benson in front. Scores! Zach Benson, that's all he does is go to the net, and he gets rewarded here, and the Sabres pick up their fifth of this game. It's 5-0 Buffalo. Pass in front, looking to tip that one towards the net. Kopitar trying to be a little creative there with Byfield. Near side, what a save by Lukanen! Oh, man, as he rolls it over at the near post. You're listening to the Extra Point Show on WGR Sports Radio 550. Good morning, everyone. Zach Jones and Josh Schmidt hanging out with you for the next two hours. Right there, Dan Dunleavy on the calls. They won 7 nothing, Josh. Look at that. Yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was so much fun. It was fun. You were at the game last night. Yes, and it was, the, the crowd was great, which was really surprising. I, I, I did see that there was chance for one, two, three, four, five, six, we want seven. There were chance. That there were fun. chance in English. There were chance in Spanish. There were chance in French. Yeah, apparently everyone had a Rosetta Stone on uh, on their tablets, Because we were sitting there. Me and my girlfriend were sitting there, and all of a sudden we hear them go, uno, do, and I'm like, wow, they're doing it in Spanish. And then we hear it again, and we're like, that sounds very unfamiliar, because I don't know French. Mm-hmm. And then I, I hear, like, one number that I'm like, wait. Wait a second. That's French. Like they're doing it in every language now. And, and That's it, good. It was it was fun. And then there was this guy in front of us. He had insane energy. Like we were at. Let's see. We were counting up mm-hmm. to you know seven or whatever we were mm-hmm. at. Like where it was you know the Sabers are at six nothing and it's we want seven. And the guy stands up and he goes, "No, we want eight. And I'm like, "Buddy, you missed a goal. Like we, I get what you're saying, but like, and then we get to seven. And he wants nine. He wants 12. Oh, wow. He just jumps to 12. And it's like, I, I, I like where you're going, dude. But yeah, we, like, I we, love the energy. But like, we're a little off down here. A little like, bit. Yeah. And, but it was it, the guy was like, he was really into it. And it was it, it, it made me have a good time. Like, and good. it wasn't really hard to have a good time in that game. I mean, that yeah. was it, 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 and like I said, it was super surprising because I got there. And, you know, you'd think with all the things that have been going on, like crowd wouldn't be that good. It's mm-hmm. a Tuesday night game, whatever. It was pretty full. Like. It felt full. When everyone stood up for the anthem, like, it looked like a good game. Like, it looked like there was a lot of people there and everything. Mm-hmm. And sure, there's spots, obviously. Of but, course. like, the 300s were, were, like, loaded. Like, it looked pretty good. And they showed it, too. Like, the fans that were there, including myself, we were 
very into it. <laughs> and, and it but it, <laughs> made it, so. it, it made it easy that the Sabres scored early and they kept scoring. I mean, what was it, 3 nothing at the end of the first period? Yeah. And so, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, they were on top of L.A. early and never really stopped. Mm-hmm. You also got a lot of depth scoring. Jordan Greenway had three points last night, including two goals. Two goals. Yeah. Zach Benson, I mean, you heard it there. Um, he, he just kind of refused to score, like, a normal goal. Yeah, he, it, he it's never— It's only wicked. He never just shoots it coming down the wing. He's got— to like, he's gonna fall down. He's gonna do weird dangles. He's gonna use thing. the other end of his stick, yeah, and like slide it into the net, or like insane, head it off of his head like a soccer goal or something. Next, Jacob like, Bryson had two assists last night. He, I found that out this morning right before we went on air because I was looking at the stats real quick just because I knew Greenway had three, but I'm like, all right, who had multiple point games? And I'm like, Jacob Bryson, interesting. It was also two assists. It was his first points since I think. I'd be able to look it up, but my computer decided to update as we were coming into the show. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, but I think it was 2023 of last season. So March of 2023, I think, is when he had his last point. <laughs> oh, wow. So good for him for, you know, getting out there. But it's also crazy because they're 6-0 and when Jacob Bryson's in the lineup Yeah, which this doesn't season. feel real. Does not feel real. It, it's strange. But, hey, if it works. If it works, it works. And then along with that, as I said, 7-0, and that's what? Ukulpekalukin's fourth shutout this year? Fourth shutout of his career, too. Of his career. Amazing. He has been so good. 33 saves last night. He really has become something special. Yeah. Like in, in, in a relatively lost year, he has been one of the lone bright spots. Well, it's Long, not... Him, J.J. Paterka's been very, very good. Yep. Benson, Benson, Benson. The prospect of Benson is yeah, great. It's not like his, Benson. his output is, is anything... Like, oh, my God, look at him go. Yeah, no, no, no. That was his first goal in, like, a month. Yeah, it's been but, a little bit. But when he's not scoring, he still looks like a great player because he's all over the ice. He's Last night, I think he almost got in, like, two or three fights. It was crazy. Like He's scrappy. He was getting after it with, like, Philip Deneau. Yeah, he's and, something. And, and, and mind you, Zach Benson isn't the tallest, biggest no, guy. No, And he's no, also 18. Yeah. You're going up against Philip Deneau, who is probably one of, at, at the time, at one time was one of the better players in the mm-hmm. NHL, like in terms of, you know, free agent and trade piece and all that stuff. But it was just really funny to see him like kind of go after the guy and just start jawing after. It wasn't like he was responding. It was, he started it. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, and, and it's, yeah. it's great to see. Cause you don't like, he, that's where I think he looks kind of like Jeff Skinner. Cause Jeff Skinner does that too. And, mm-hmm. it's, and it's great. But like, you also have to look at last night, the Sabres blocked 28 shots for Lukanen. That, that's insane. There were probably, you know, seven of them in the last two minutes of the game. I, I remember yeah. I saw Dylan Cousins go down in front and kind of take one off the back. And yeah, yep, and yep. That was per- first of all, that was really scary. I was like, oh no, here we go. Like Cousins is going to be out now or something. But mm-hmm. he was fine. He got up, shook it off, and whatever. But it's it's not like this team has had issues like playing for each other. But moments like that where it's you know guys are laying themselves out on the line to get their goalie a shutout, that's, like, important pieces that we haven't seen throughout this drought of selflessness of a team to just go out there and do it. Yes. Granted, it has not nearly been the, like, it's not the top of the issue box. Mm -hmm. Like, there's other things going on. But that is one of the components that you like to see more. And you've seen that a lot this season and last season where, you know, these guys are playing for each other, they're going out there, and they're just playing together. Yeah, it's just I wanted to get the positivity out of the way early. Oh, believe me, I, I because it's hard. It's hard being this positive, but it's also not. 
because it's, it's, tr- it's tricky. It's a my, weird spot to be in. Yeah, and my point is with them, and, and we were talking a little bit before I got in here today, of just like, all right, like we're, we're going to talk about the Sabres, and you kind of got excited because you're like, I'm going to force you. And I'm like, I, I, yeah, but you're not going to love what I have to say. And you're like, no, don't worry. I, I think we're thinking the same thing. <laughs> and for me, it's just it's a little too late. You know, I, like, look, I had fun watching it. I That's the first full Sabres game I've watched in, like, f- a month and a half. And I had a great time doing it. I, I loved it, you know, the whole thing. And I still sat there at the end going, cool. So now we're going to go back to the offensive style of play. Now we're going to go to where, like, they're they're going after everyone. They look like they want to put people on their back foot immediately. They started the game off fast. They look like they were confident again. It's, it's great. You waited till mid-February. And, and even then, we're saying all this. Like, it, like it, it might be a turning point game. It's a really good chance they get blown out by Florida at home. Because they can't really win at home very often. And it's just, they're going to have to do a lot of work. A lot of work for much of the fan base to really get people to even be relatively engaged again. Let alone fully believing they're good. And a lot of it too, also for me, comes from Ukopekalukanen having great games last week. I mean, great games. And in three games you scored a total of three goals. Games you probably should have won. Because you were getting great goaltending performances. And he was 0 for 2. I mean, like, just... It, it's very... It's so, so frustrating, man. And, and like, we talk about it a lot off-air. And we talk a lot about it on-air. Just how frustrating they have become as an organization. Where it's just... I don't know where to go from here. I want them to make a trade. I want them to do something at the deadline that signals, like, this year was not good enough. You know, we've, we've removed this piece and we brought in this guy. Or, you know, we realize, like, we can't have all of our prospects. We've moved a few of them because now we're going to go this way. I don't think they're going to do it, man. I think, they, I think they already have, based on how this operation has worked for the last few years, as long as Granado and Adams have been here, they have their excuse ready-made. It's already there. Oh, we guys, we were too injured. We never really got to see what this team really could be. You know, Jack, Jack Quinn got hurt in July. I mean, how could we recover? And and that's that is where I just I they need to show me something. Kevin Adams was on air yesterday with Shopin the Bulldog, and I left that kind of just being like lukewarm is probably the best way to put it. I left his appearance on on our station very lukewarm of just like and I don't think Adams meant it in a bad way. But for me, as somebody, as one of those fans that is worried this organization doesn't want to make moves or isn't willing to make moves, for him to go out there and really kind of get assertive about the fact that, yeah, Casey Middlestat, sure, I'm taking calls because I would be bad, you know, the GM talker, I'd be bad at my job if I wasn't taking calls, which it's the bare minimum, brother. Like, it's the bare minimum. <laughs> right. For him to kind of get up on his high horse and say, you know, yeah, like I'm not in the in, in the mood of trading away core pieces, and and actually, you know, it, you know, we're thinking we're probably going to you know sign him to a contract and keep him here. How many of these guys are you going to bring back who haven't made the playoffs in what's going to be 13 years to long term deals? In the one year where they had expectations, they. Josh, it is like a horse race, and the horse right out of the gate fell down. That was the Sabres' year. 
So many people were putting money on them. It was exciting. National people were liking the Sabres and liked the plan that they were doing, and they fell right out of the gate. And they never really got up. They kind of were just dragging their face across the dirt because, for whatever reason, the coaching staff decided, yeah, that whole fun run-and-gun style that we had, that the fans, I mean, embraced and adored, um, stop that. You should never not, do it again. You never do it again. We are going to go so aggressively defensive with a team that can't really do that style. And we're going to do it literally until it's too late. And, yeah, you're going to love it. You're going to learn to love it. It's just, man, it is frustrating. We were talking today, too. They are not even one of the worst teams in hockey. They're not. No. Their goal difference is minus five. They are getting good goaltending. They have good players on this roster. But, man, this team seems to get in their own way way too much. They start off on, on deficits constantly. Oh, it feels like almost every night. Their, their special teams, their power play specifically, is offensive. It really and truly is. Get the puck to Thompson on the one time. I don't care if he's covered. Figure out a way to do that. And that is just so ridiculous that we're still sitting here with the same power play and the results are radically different from last year. I mean, what was the stat? It was maybe a week ago, but the stat was, you know, Thompson had 20 power play goals alone last year. The Sabres have 20 this year as a team. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What are we doing, man? What are we doing here? And that's where, like, as much as last night was a blast, and I look at their schedule and go, man, they should be able to go on a, win- on a winning streak here. They should be able to get above 500. They got Florida tomorrow, but Florida plays tonight against Pittsburgh, so they're going to be on a back-to-back. So you're likely getting a backup goaltender. It's at home. You should be able to get them. Then you get Minnesota on Saturday. Minnesota's not been that great. Maybe get them. Then on Monday, you get Anaheim. Anaheim's terrible. They'll probably lose two of those three. You did also lose to Anaheim in the West Coast trip. You did lose to Anaheim in the West Coast trip. So you will lose two of those three. And, like, that is my thing is just they still have not won three games in a row, Josh. We're in mid-February. It is Valentine's Day. They have not won three games in a row. Bad teams do that. Just on a whim. Just like a, oh, wow, it happened. Hey, I mean, solid week. It ruined our draft position, but solid week. We can't even do that. I think that's been the most frustrating part of this season is because they are literally the definition of mid. Like it's you're winning one, you're losing one. You're winning the one, you're losing one. Worst place to be in sports. Like it you're not good enough to make the playoffs, and you're not bad enough to get a good draft pick. 
And you're also not good enough for players to want to come play for you. I think that's the biggest issue with the Sabres right yeah, now. Yeah, the toxicity around the team is still there. It right. is oh even, so still even there. Even though the, the, the team itself, like the, the players, aren't, well, from what we know, they aren't toxic towards each other. Like, that's no, no. it seems anyway. There, there's been no reports of that at all. Like, it, it's it's still, a couple weeks ago, they put out, the the Athletic put out their player mm-hmm. poll. Buffalo was third worst and on cities be. to play in. Not be here, like, as a team, mm-hmm. play in, as an away opponent. The only teams that beat the Sabres out were Winnipeg and someone else. But that's because Winnipeg's arena is, like, 45 minutes outside of the city. Is it really? It's weird. So it's like Ottawa. Wow. I didn't yeah, know it's that. weird. Oh, but but the thing is, is is you can, like, look at last year. Last mm-hmm. year, the Sabres played great. Tage Thompson looked electric. Cousins was coming into his own. Paterka and Quinn had, like, that, like, next step. You, you could, you, oh, you had man, you so could see many, the signs. Yeah, you, you had so many signs. signs. And, yes, you can't predict regression. But you also can't sit there and say, well, these guys are all going to progress. Like, some of these guys aren't going to progress. Some of them are. Some of them are going to stay the same. I mean, look at Paterka. Like, Paterka has absolutely progressed. He's right. the team's leading scorer. Exactly. But my point goals there. Goals-wise. I think goals-wise. Goals-wise, yeah. But my point there is it's great that the management and the coaches believe in this team, but you can only believe in them so much. You can only give them so much credit until you have to say, all right, well, you're not working out. You're not getting better. You're getting worse. Mm-hmm. And it's time to do something new. Not Maybe not necessarily trade that player. Because, yes, Tage Thompson's regressed, but I'm not saying trade Tage Thompson. But you bring someone else in. You shake things up. You make someone uncomfortable. Hey, this guy's coming in. I'm just throwing names out there. Brock Besser. I... Yeah, I, mean, he, look, he, look, I don't think he'd is, ever be a guy. Is, but but you bring in a guy like a like a Brock Besser, mm-hmm. or or look what Vancouver did, where they brought in Elias Lindholm. Yeah, and you make your other players say, "Hey, that guy could take my job." Yeah, it's I got to start playing sports. better. Sports, right. like they're not. I mean, yes, are they kids? This is a very young team. They're all like twenty. They're all 25. around our age, <laughs> but they've been involved in near pro hockey most of their lives. Right to get to that position, they've kind of had to be a part of like. Near professional organizations, yeah. they know the job, they know the organization, or they know the the foundation of it. But you got to make them uncomfortable. Look, initially, I think Renato's idea of you no, know, I need to build everyone up, everyone's confidence up, worked wonders initially. because well, yeah, the but team's when that seems to was... be your only way to get people to be motivated. Yeah, it is going to cause problems. It feels like this team needs a miracle level speech, either from the fans or the coaching staff, to even get up on a Tuesday night. I mean, it took, what, fire Donnie chance for them to be like, yeah, we really don't like hearing that. Great, win some games, and then he won't get fired. I mean, come on. Like, you 15? Why do we have to have these conversations? Just be a good team. You have talent. You show it often. And that's also where, like, you look at you, you look at leadership, which this team has lacked since the drought started. And Kyle Poso is a great leader but is he that guy that gets them motivated every night is he you know the rah-rah like let's go guys like we got to go win this like yeah and and like you said you don't need you shouldn't need that every night but at the same time there are moments where you need that and if it's not there then what are you going to do i hate being this guy and and i'm going to be this guy why are him and Gergensen's here? I, and, and I mean this like, that, look, it's nice and it's a fun story that they've been the leaders. It's here. a business. It, it's not. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, it's a business. They haven't done anything here worth anything. Right. They're nice, fun stories. That's it. 
and you signed them both back in free agency, locking up any chance that you're going to have some of your nice prospects moving up, or, I don't know, go get better goal scorers who are actually going to do something for your high-flying offense who could allow you to have depth scoring. No, no, we need leadership. What's Darlene and Tuck doing here? Even Tate. You know, they're actually talented players who are also considered up-and-coming leaders. Dylan Cousins. Why'd you, bring, why'd you bring in Eric Johnson if you need more leaders? Yeah, this like, is absurd. It's absurd. It's it's one thing to sit there and say, you know, Akposo and Gergensons are leaders and they're veterans on the team. They've been here the longest. But then you go out and you bring in a complete outsider in Eric Johnson and say, well, oh, well, he's going to lead the defense. Yeah, great. He's he gonna, can't play. Yeah. He, he can block shots and he can play on your penalty kill. That's not what you needed. Yes, that's part of the equation, but you needed a defenseman to do everything. You needed someone that could play alongside Darlene. Like... Oh, Rasmus Anderson in Calgary. Yeah. He's available, kind of. Like, kind of. Make a hard deal. Go go get aggressive. Trade Matt Savoy and Isaac Roseanne. And, well, hey, you guys are great prospects, but we need to get better now. Yeah. And 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 judging from what Kevin Adams said yesterday with Shobin Bulldog, is it seems like he doesn't want to trade any trade for futures. He wants to trade for players. For now, yeah. And it also seems like he doesn't want to trade Casey Middlestat, so there's only one other group of people he can the trade. The prospects. That would make a, a yeah. worthwhile addition. Because there are players he could trade, but it's you're going to get probably the same kind of player in return, or you're going to yep. get draft picks. Speaking of the trade deadline, it's time now to get connected to our fans. It's brought to you by Northtown Kia. Shop online at northtownkia.com. Let's go to Nick, who's hanging on the line. Nick, good morning. How are we doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I was just wondering if you think that they should go after like a top end forward, another depth forward, or like a stay at home defenseman kind of guy at the deadline, get rid of some of these top end prospects we got. Cause we just have way too many. Mm-hmm. There's just no room for them. Yeah, absolutely. Nick, thanks for the call. And, and that's my point is like, there's too many prospects. They're not going to find spots on this roster, especially if you sign Casey Middlestad to a long-term deal, maybe not seven years, but if you sign to a long-term deal, that's another forward spot. You're not bringing up your prospects. And this is where, uh, our own Brayton Wilson has brought this up a lot. He's over at WBEN, comes in and fills in on GR as well. He's brought up Logan O'Connor, often for the Colorado Avalanche, as someone who's on their third line, but is sitting here at a career year, 13 goals, 12 assists, 25 total points, and he's on their third line. He also adds speed, and he's relatively young. He's not in his 30s. I believe he's about 26, 27. So you'll, he, he comes in, he fits the project you're doing. He's 27. 27. He fits the project you're doing, and he actually adds depth scoring. And he adds speed. And he's price effective. And he's price effective. He's at a million-dollar contract this year and next year. So you're not really adding anything to the cap either. So, no. And that's not even really an issue for the Sabres because they have cap space. They have cap space. It's not if, like if you're, you want to go defenseman, I know Hannafin's name has been brought up often. The only like the problem with Hannafin's is he's a left shot. He's a left shot defenseman. So it's there. you're running into like, okay, yeah. there's too many of you. We have to we have to move off of one. You're running into the log jam. But like, there's yeah. also, and I I like the idea, but it, I feel like they'd have to pay too much. Um, Sean Walker in Philadelphia. Okay. He's a right shot defenseman. He's got... 17 points, not really an offensive defenseman, but he can, you know, do that. But it's more of a, this is a guy you put with Rasmus Dallin to say, hey, just give me the he's going to go up the ice and you're going to stay right here. Yeah, just and you're going to make the puck sure that we don't be get sound defensively. That's yeah. it. And and he's been one of the key pieces for the Flyers, so I don't even know if he'd get traded. But if he did, I think it'd be a lot more of an asking price than any GM should pay. Yeah, because he's a UFA at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. He's okay. maybe just in a good system. 
Like, we've seen a lot of strange things come out of Philadelphia this year with John Tortorella as head coach. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of have a bold prediction for next year of, even though Philly looks great right now, mm-hmm. that John Tortorella effect's going to wear off. Oh, yeah. And they're going to just nosedive. Because that's, that's what happens with him with every team. He's great for, like, two years. And it's because the players are like, yeah, like, we like this, like, you know, tough guy system and, and we're going to we're going to work our asses off and, and be good yeah. at hockey and then after a while you become cam atkinson where it's like hey get this guy away from me like, yeah like he's i'm crazy. Ex- i'm mentally exhausted yeah. and i hate coming to right. work every day yeah so I, I don't know i mean that's one of the guys i've been looking at but it, like i said i think that'd be too much of a price to pay mm-hmm. just for a rental where you're probably still going to miss the playoffs because if it now if it was a sign and trade i might be more open to it but mm-hmm. i'm more into rasmus anderson or a younger yeah, side on guys the that things. like I'm trading for now to see what they are this year, but also going into next year. Right, and there's mm-hmm. and, and if you're looking at forwards, one guy that popped into my head, Anthony Mantha on Washington. Mm-hmm. He's not, you know, this holy cow like this guy's amazing, but he's got 23 points in 43 games. He's a little expensive right now. He's UFA at the end of the year. If you can get him to maybe sign back, maybe that's somebody that can help you out next year as a it's depth it. scorer. Yeah. But you know that's potentially running into the same issue of, hey, it's, you know, not the same effect, but it's, hey, it's Zemgus Gergensen's. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? You're scoring 15 points and you're just your entire taking career. up. Well, Mantha's not that way, mm-hmm. but Mantha could be, you know, trending that way, like with age and, yeah. you know. Absolutely. Got to take our quick, our first time out here if you want to join the conversation. What do you think the Sabres should do with the trade deadline? Do you want to see them kind of just stay the course, move back to that offense style of play and just try to make a, a run of the playoffs now? Or do you want to see them start trading pieces, start actually kind of shaking it up a little bit? would love to hear your thoughts. 803-0550 is the number to call. Zach Jones, Josh Schmidt, hanging out with you here until 12 here on the Extra Point Show. And you're listening to WGR. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.